great God. Through him all things are possible. Our faith is in him. Trust is in him. We rely upon him. I love you, Jesus. I bless your holy name, my Father. You are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Thank you, dear God. Thank you, It is good to remember the words, and that was said in the Bible. Remember the words of our Lord Jesus Christ, quote-unquote. And uh, it's good for us to do that. Jesus did say, on one occasion, for an example, he said, destroy this temple, and in three days, he said, I'll raise it up. And, of course, their carnal, natural minds rushed to the wrong assumptions, had the wrong conclusions, and when you got the wrong assumptions, you're going to come to the wrong conclusions, and everything's going to be in a mess. And uh, so, of course, they had it all mixed up. And uh, Jesus was not speaking naturally. He wasn't talking about the church house. And they were mocking him and ridiculing him. And they, 40 and 6 years, took us to build this temple. And you're going to raise it up in three days? But, of course, the Scripture said that he wasn't talking about that temple, that that natural temple. Blessed are our eyes and our ears and our minds for what we know. And it's important for us, as Paul said, I know in whom I believe. So to retain your spiritual knowledge and to be thankful for the insight that God has given to you. As a young man in the church, I remember coming, and I would come early, and I would pray, and I would go up and down. I was learning. I was brand new. And uh, I remember in the middle of prayer, uh, it was like something just dribbled down into my brain. And the Lord had spoken to me a revelation of his word. And uh, I've never forgotten what he told me. And I'm saying to you that God knows how to open our understanding, that we might understand what he's talking about, (laughs) or what the Scripture says, right? Right. And that's a good thing. The Bible teaches that a guy on a boat one day who was running in the wrong direction, he was running from what God told him to do, and the person that got told to do what God said to do, they should do it. But uh, he he wasn't doing it. He He booked him a passage in the opposite direction. He was thinking about his flesh and himself and what all he wanted to do. And he didn't want to do what God wanted him to do. And he had all kinds of rationalizations about why not. But the next thing you know, you know you can do certain things and you can invite a storm into your life. And brother, a storm came. And that boat was pitching every which way. And the swells of the waves of that ocean were very large and very deep and uh, seasoned, seasoned seafaring men were getting sick as well as scared. And uh, they begin to question among themselves. Doesn't it sound to you like the disciples when they were with the Lord at the Last Supper and they wanted to know who it was that was the traitor? 
And they got going, is it I? Another one said, is it I? Another one said, is it I? Another one said, is it I? And, and everybody was kind of feeling, uh-oh, you know. And that's how these guys were in the boat. They got to looking around and saying, okay, what'd you do wrong? What'd you say wrong? What, who you been talking to? Who you been involved with? They were getting really worried. Well, they got to checking around. The first news you know, they looked at Jonah. And Jonah said, it's me. He said, throw me overboard. Throw me overboard. Save yourselves. Throw me overboard. And so they were only too happy to accommodate him. So they hoisted him up and they threw him overboard. And, uh, you know, the Bible said that Jonah went down. And, uh, see, he started off that trend by not doing what God said, and he headed down to that place that he booked passage to, that particular place that he thought was going to be so much fun. And, uh, but he forgot about that little journey. And uh, next thing you know, he's in the water and he's going down. And then the next thing you know, here comes a great big fish. New Testament called it a whale. That now, you know, I have read that the largest whales, might be the sperm whale, um, is able to go down as far as 3,200 feet below the ocean's surface. And the Bible said that God had prepared this one. Now, I don't know what his depth finder said, <laughs> but he was going down. And he's carrying Jonah down to the point that Jonah said, I'm crying out of the belly of hell here. <laughs> you know, he's got the phone. He's got the ear thing. He's got the text going. He's got, you know, everything going, trying to get a hold of God here. Hello? Help me. I'm in the belly of hell. Help me. You know, he's trying everything he could. I had a, uh, my pastor told me one time he, he wanted to go to a, a funeral of a preacher that had got killed in a head-on collision and uh he said i tried everything i knew to do to get to go to that funeral and what he meant by that was he didn't go to do things except he got his signal from god and brother he tried everything and he told me i, I just couldn't get it i could not get it. i tried everything i knew to do well jonah was trying everything he could and uh finally you know it uh i guess the lord got him to where he wanted him and uh it was kind of like, you ready to do things my way now? And so, okay, and so old Mr. Whale made him way up, made his way up to the top and got himself a good belch, and out came Jonah, and he landed right on the shore of where God wanted him to go initially right. and do what he wanted him to do initially. Right. And, uh, you know, it, it's so much better if we'll just remember the words of the Lord. And if we'll just do what he says, it's so much better for us. And you not only ruin the journey for yourself, but you kind of mess up the people around you. Hi. You kind of mess up things, all them people on that boat. You know, they, they, they got kind of worried. And, you know, after a while, you know, people are kind of backing away. Too much storm around them. Too much difficulty around them. Too much trouble around them. And so it was good when Jonah was so blessed because the Bible said the word of the Lord came unto Jonah the second time. And I can tell you, not everybody 
gets to hear that voice the second time. My boy Jonah was a blessed man that the word of the Lord came to him the second time. And, you know, he even still was a little stubborn then, you know, kind of arguing with God about some things, contending with God about some things. And I'm trying to tell you, church family, it's a whole lot better if we just remember the words of the Lord and we, without faith, it's impossible to please him if we'll just have faith in what he says and please God. And, and Paul said we do, boy, he had a lot of faith. He said we do always those things that are pleasing in his sight. We do? <laughs> okay, I guess we do. Okay, Paul, you say so. We, that's us. We're going to do what God says. And God help us to do what God says. I want your life to be nice. I'm praying for you all the time. And I want your life to be, to be smooth. I want, I want you to be on smooth seas. I don't want you to be in the midst of terrible storms, okay? I don't want you to find your life topsy-turvy, and I don't want you to be crying out of the belly of hell, all right? I want you to be a, a happy camper, right. all right? I'm praying that you will have life and strength and good health, Amen. okay? I'm praying that God's blessings will be in your life and that, and that you will be a happy camper, okay? Amen. Let's give God a big hand together. Come on. So, like the disciples, is it I, is it I, is it I, is it I, is it I? And so, Peter finally gave John the nudge. You ask him! And so, John's like, laying on the Lord, and he's like. And so, John asked him. And the Lord said, well, it'll be the one to whom I give the best part of the meal. And boy, nobody was hanging around for the best part of the meal. They, they, they made sure their mouth was full of bread and, oh, I couldn't do another thing. You know, and they didn't want that sop coming their way. And uh, I remember we had a, a situation right here. And had a person in the, in the congregation. And... Uh, I decided to, I felt that I should let them say something. So I called on them, and I let them say a little something. And as they sat down, I turned to some of the brethren on the platform, and I said, and that was the sop. And that person has never been back. Never been back. They betrayed. So I'm telling you, church family, let's remember the words of the Lord. Right. And let's... Let's tell ourselves we want to do things that please him. Amen. Let's keep our connections right. right. Let's not be, you know, it said evil communications right. corrupt good manners. Everything good that God's trying to put in your life, you can get it all undone if you keep the wrong connection. So you better watch who you're Instagramming with and who you're posting and receiving posts from. You better be careful who you're on the phone with, and who you're texting with. Because I'm going to tell you what, social media is really social gossip. You hear me? It's just gossip mongering. You're trafficking in gossip, in things that are detrimental to your well-being and to those that are around you. I don't think you want to bring storm to your life or to the lives of your children or to others that you are close to. You don't want to do that. 
You want to bring sunshine, S-O-N. You want to bring sunshine. You want to bring happiness. You want to bring healing that's in his wings. You want to be under the umbrella of divine protection. And everybody said hallelujah. hallelujah. We'll give God a big hand together. Amen. You better sing right about now. All right, let's worship the Lord. Holy fire, burn away my desire for anything that is not of you and is of me. I want more of you. you are worthy dear Jesus there is none other like you dear God we bless your holy name have your way in our hearts dear God have your way in our minds oh Lord we need you tonight Jesus we can't do anything without your presence without your power dear God without your touch you are great and greatly to be praised tonight in the mighty name of Jesus 
the mighty name of Jesus. It's good to be in the house of the Lord tonight. If you have a Bible, let's turn to the book of Zechariah, chapter 4. Zechariah chapter 4, I'm going to read verse 6. Then he answered and spake unto me, saying, This is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, saying, Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. And by the help of the Holy Ghost tonight, I want to preach on, It's by the Spirit. It's by the Spirit. You can be seated tonight. I was in uh, was in Bible study a couple of days ago and was talking to this young lady and she was beginning to tell me about different situations and things that were going on in her life and make sure the story is short, she was in fear for her life. And Someone gave her a bit of advice, and it was terrible advice because they advised her to do what we read in the Bible that Saul at the end of his life did when God wasn't answering him because of his disobedience. He went and he sought out counsel from one of a familiar spirit. So this young lady, she did this in... It took her about a couple of days to realize that something's not right about this. I shouldn't have done this. I shouldn't have brought this into my home. And she shouldn't have opened that door. And um, so she came and she began to talk about how she was afraid and things that she was worried about, her children that she was concerned about. And I simply began to talk to this young lady about the power of the Holy Ghost. And I helped her, tried to help her to understand that if you're, there's going to be any kind of security, there's going to be any kind of safety in your home or in your children's home, you need the power of the Holy Ghost. You need the Spirit of God active in your life. You need the Spirit of God active in your children's life. You need to be in church as much as possible because nothing else is going to save you and nothing else is going to protect you the way that Jesus Christ can. I'm so thankful tonight that I know where my help comes from tonight. I'm so thankful. To matter of fact, I come with a made-up mind that I'm going to lift up my eyes unto the hills from which cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord tonight. I want you to know that if anything is going to be accomplished in your life tonight, it's only going to be done by the Spirit of the mighty God tonight. It's not going to be done by your power. It's not going to be done by your might. It's going to be done by the Spirit of the Lord. You can be seated tonight. This world has an ideal of what it takes to fix people, strain out their lives fix this world, and the truth is, there's no hope for this world, and the reason being is because the only thing that can help them, they reject it, they kick against it, they look for other answers, they look for other options, 
But if there's any hope for this world, the only hope is Jesus Christ tonight. The only hope is the Spirit of God tonight. You'll read in the Word of God where there was a man, how that he wandered in the tombs. He cut himself. He hurt himself. He was bound by all manner of spirits. He opened up the door one too many times to unclean spirits. And the Bible says that it was so bad that they tried to bind this man in chains and he just broke those chains off time and time again. I want you to know that physical restraints is not the answer. Physical restraints is not the answer for your addiction tonight. The answer is the power of the Holy Ghost tonight. I want you to know that restraints is not going to control that spirit of lust tonight. The only thing that's going to cast out that spirit is the power of the Holy Ghost. Physical restraints is not going to restrain that spirit of rebellion. The only thing that's going to get rid of that spirit of the rebellion is a fresh dose of the Holy Ghost. That's the only thing that is going to work tonight. It's by the Holy Ghost tonight. It's by the Holy Ghost. It's by the Spirit of God. You can be seated. So they tried many different things. But when Jesus Christ stepped on the scene, this man came encounter with a, a power that was more powerful than that which had him bound. He came encounter with the one that could strain his life out. And I want you to know that all of those devils that had that man bound, when he made up in his mind that he was going to run and fall at the feet of Jesus, none of those devils could stop him from coming to Jesus. I want you to know tonight that there is nothing that can stop you. There is nothing that can hinder you from coming to Jesus. If you make up in your mind, I'm going to come to him, I'm going to fall at his feet, and I'm going to let him touch my life. Come on, I don't care how long you've been bound by that spirit. You're in the presence of one that is more powerful than that spirit that have you bound. You're in the presence of the mighty God tonight. You can be seated. So it's by his spirit tonight. If anything is going to get done, if you are going to if you're going to influence anybody in your life, if you're going to influence your children, if you're going to have any kind of influence on people on your job, if you're going to have any kind of influence on people in the grocery stores, it's going to be by the Spirit of God. It's going to be by His Spirit. And you'll find out that there are those that think that it's by them. It's by their talent. It's by their know-how to accomplish things, that things gets done. I understand tonight that it's not about me tonight. It's not about what I know tonight. It's all about the Spirit of God tonight. To the point where you'll read where Paul, he began to talk to them in the book of Romans. In chapter 15, and this is what he said in verse 18, he said, For I will not dare to speak of any of those things which Christ have not wrought by me to make the Gentiles obey, obedient by word and deed, through mighty signs and wonders by the power of the Spirit of God. In other words, Paul said, I'm not going to talk about and I'm not going to mention anything else other than what Christ accomplished through me. 
You need to know tonight that if you're doing anything, it's by the Spirit of God. It's Christ working through you. You'll find out that people think that it's by them. It's by their talent. I knocked that door. I taught that Bible study. Let me tell you something. You may have knocked that door, but you better understand that it was by the Spirit of God that that person had an open mind. You may have taught that Bible study, but you better know that it was by the Spirit of God that they got the revelation that there is only one God and that they need to be baptized. Come on, it's all about the Spirit of God tonight. That's the only thing anything is going to get done or accomplished is by His Spirit. It's not about your talent. You can be seated tonight. It's not about your PhD. It's not about your skills. It's about the Spirit of God. It's not about what you can do. It's about what God can do. You'll find out that many people proclaim that they are a son of God or that they are a daughter of God. And you'll find out the people that, that say these things, they, there's only one problem. They are so wrapped up in things that the world is wrapped up in. They are so consumed, they are so mindful of things of the flesh that is appealing to the flesh. But you got to understand what it means when you say that I am a son of God. I am a daughter of God. I am a child of God. Because Paul said, for as many that are led by the Spirit of God, he said, they are sons of God. So when I say that I'm a child of God or I'm a daughter of God or I'm a son of God, that means that I'm led by the Spirit. I'm saying that I'm led by the Spirit of God. But I know a lot of people that claim that they're a daughter of God, but they had a bad spirit when they got in the church and they got one still today. But all along they're saying, I'm a daughter of God. I got to understand what it means to be a child of God tonight. That means that I'm led by the Spirit of God tonight. That means that I'm allowing God to lead me. I'm allowing God to direct me. I'm allowing God to order my footsteps. And if I am, I'm not concerned about what the world is doing. I'm not concerned about what, where this person is and how they're doing. I'm concerned about the things of God. I want to understand tonight that it doesn't matter what family or lineage I came from. All the thing that matters is if I'm led by the Spirit of God. Because I want you to know the only thing that's going to break chains off of your life and off of your children's life is the power of the Holy Ghost. Come on, it don't matter what your mama's name is. It don't matter what your father's name is. It matters if, if you're filled with the Spirit of God because it's by the power of the Holy Ghost tonight that anything gets accomplished in your life. You can be seated tonight. It's by His Spirit tonight. And you'll find out people get so Wrapped up in so many different things. You know, there are some people that they're so concerned about who's 
going to be speaking tonight. And if it ain't there, what they want to hear or their, their, their thing and what is appealing to them, then they don't have an open heart. They don't receive the things of God the way that they should. I want to understand tonight, it's not about who's here tonight. It's not about people. It's about the Spirit of God tonight. It's not about fancy speaking tonight. It's about the Spirit of God tonight. It's not about talent. Because we're not here to put on a fair show in the flesh tonight. We're here to have a move of God tonight. We're here to let the Spirit have free course in this place tonight. If you're looking to be entertained, you're in the wrong place tonight. Matter of fact, you need to do some entertaining yourself. You need to get your hands in the air. You need to open up your mouth. You need to You need to bless the name of the Lord. I didn't come to have my ear tickled tonight. I came to give the touch of the Holy Ghost. I came to let God have his way in my heart. You can be seated tonight. So many people they want to Here's some new thing. They want, they want their ears scratched. They want to hear from their favorite so-and-so. But I want you to know that's not, God is, God is not dependent on people tonight. God is going to have his way. I just want to be one that allow him to have his way in my life. You'll read where Paul, now Paul, history teaches that Paul was a very smart individual. But you'll find out that Paul made the statement. He said that my speech and my preaching, it was not with enticing words of man's wisdom. In another place, he said, when we came to you, we didn't come to you with flattering words. Some people just love to be flattered. Some people love to be smoothed. They love to be buttered up. Listen, I don't want to be but I don't want to be buttered up and I'm on my way to hell. I want to hear the word of God. I want the word of God to be preached. I want somebody to know that understands that it's not about them putting on a show. It's short about how smart they are. It's about a demonstration of the spirit taking place. I need the Holy Ghost to move. I need fire to fall. I need chains to be broken off of my life. I need there to be a demonstration of the spirit. I don't care how big your vocabulary is. I want to hear about Jesus. I want to hear that he can break chains off of my life. I want to hear that he can pull me out. I want to hear that God can do all things in my life. I want some hope. I want some joy. I need some peace. You can be seated tonight. So don't butter me up. Tell me the truth. You should be thankful somebody is telling you the truth. You should be thankful that somebody is telling you that how the devil works in the devices that he used to try to drag people to hell. You shouldn't kick against that. Your lips should be dragging the ground. Your head should be in the air. Your mouth should be open thinking the Lord that somebody is honest with me. 
Jesus should be thinking that God cares about you. He cares about your well-being. He cares about where you end up for eternity. He cares about you. You can be seated tonight. So it's by the Spirit tonight. It's by His Spirit tonight. I want you to know it's not about people. I want you to know that it's not about fancy shows and put-ons. I want you to know it's by, by the Spirit of God. It's not by an arm of flesh tonight. It's by the power of the Holy Ghost that anything is going to get accomplished in your life. If you want your children to be saved, then understand that it's by the Holy Ghost tonight. If you want your, your marriage to be held together, understand it's by the Spirit of God tonight. If you want peace, you want joy, you want real deliverance, understand that it's by the Spirit. It's not by power. It's not by might. But it's by my Spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. You'll read in the Bible that people accomplish things, things that they could have not done on their own. But you find out that when the Spirit of God moved on them, they accomplished mighty things. When you read about Samson, I don't believe that Samson was just some strong individual, all bulked up and full of muscles. I believe that the Spirit of God moved upon Samson, and Samson was able to accomplish the things that he accomplished. I want to understand tonight that it's not about my talent, it's not about my knowledge, it's not about how big I am, it's not about how strong I am. It's about whether I allow God to have his way in my life. I want God to have his way in this place. I want the spirit of God to move in this place. If you're going to overcome temptation, young people, understand that you got to be full of the Holy Ghost. You need the power of God in your life. You need it. You'll find out that Samson got a little big head. And he began to think that it was about him and what he thought he was doing. He forgot that it was about God. I don't ever want to forget that it's about God tonight. I don't ever want to forget that it's by the Spirit of God. When God moves up upon me or he moves upon us, that we are able to accomplish great things for his glory. It's about his glory tonight. It's about him being on display tonight. It's not about you being put on display. It's not about you being lifted up. It's about lifting up the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Did somebody come to lift him up tonight? Come on, somebody. Get an understanding. No man shall glory. In... Come on. I don't want the glory tonight. I want him to get the glory because he and he alone is worthy. Let us remain standing tonight. Come on, somebody, lift up your hands. Open up your mouth. Come on, somebody. Get an understanding that it's by the Spirit of God tonight. Stop looking at people. Stop thinking that this person was here. No, it's not about people. It's about God. It's not by an arm of flesh tonight. It's by the Spirit of God tonight. 
It's not by power. It's not by might. It's by the Spirit of the Lord. Come on, somebody. If you're going to be able to stand in this evil, in this present evil world, you need the Spirit of God dwelling on the inside. I want you to know persecution is here. And if you're going to withstand that, you got to be full of the Holy Ghost. Your fancy speaking ain't going to do it. Your knowledge is not going to do it. The Holy Ghost is what's going to do it. Come on, somebody, lift up your hands. Lift up your voice tonight. Let God fill you once again. Let God touch you once again. Come on, I believe some young people are getting very weary and getting close to thorn in the towel because you don't have an understanding. It's by the Spirit tonight. You just coming to church ain't going to do it. Come on, you just showing up at the academy ain't going to do it. You got to be full of the Spirit. You got to be full of the Holy Ghost. Come on, you just leaning on your parents and their relationship with God is not going to do it. You've got to be full of the Holy Ghost for yourself. It's by His Spirit. You just hanging around people that got the Holy Ghost is not going to do it. You've got to be full for yourself. You've got to let your lamp be full of that Holy Ghost. Oh, come on, somebody, cry out to him. Cry out to him. Cry out to him. I hope that we don't get to a point where we think that it's about fancy speaking and we think it's about people. No, it's about God tonight. It's about the power of the Holy Ghost. Lift up your voice, somebody. Cry out to God. This altar is open tonight. Somebody come with your heart. Lift it with your hands. Come on, it's not by power. It's not by might. It's by my spirit, saith the Lord. Come on, young people, lift up your voice tonight. Cry out to him. I need you, Jesus. I can't make it without you, Jesus. Help me, Lord, to get the understanding that it's all about you. It's all about your spirit. We need Hallelujah, more of your spirit. We need an outpour of your spirit, Lord. Send it down. Send it down. Of your spirit. 
you now.